Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. You better you bet on the BetQL Network. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, we are here with you. We will get to NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year. We'll finish off our conversation on that betting market. We will do a thorough unpacking of NFL Comeback Player of the Year. Very interesting betting market for the season. Curious to get Ken's thoughts on it. It's like a very beatable market. Like, can we, like, find the right horse to ride maybe in this particular market? We'll talk about it coming up later this hour. And we will give you all our bets for tonight. Golf bets coming up for the weekend as well. But, Jake, let's fade the Lockmas music up. Ken, we've got one more team to hit in the back 12 um, in our schedule and win total analysis. Lockmas meets eight buckets in the lightning round. And that is the Huskies of Washington. Win total at nine and a half. Uh, juice to the under. Under minus 135. With, uh, is this like year like 19 playing college football for, for Penix? Kalen uh, DeBoer in Washington. Uh, thoughts on the Huskies here. Win total of nine and a half. Certainly an exciting team uh, that I think people have really high expectations for. Jamez, when he comes on the show, like obviously a, a Washington fan always talks about, you know, like, uh, like, like them over. I think they have the potential to do really good things uh, i think going over the win total is possible of course that uh, you know I, I think that's like a really reasonable projection but in terms of you know is this a team that's uh realistically going to have a chance to make the playoff this year and make like a, another big improvement in DeBoer's second season uh have a chance to maybe even win the national championship but again the win total of nine and a half that's the kind of conversation that we should be having with teams like Washington. Uh, to be fair, Oregon has the same win total, not just under as much, but that's the conversation we're having about them. They got Bonix Heisman billboards up. Oregon, I think, thinks that they really can make the playoff. Um, I don't see it for Washington. Historically, they make no sense. Uh, it would, I, I mean, USC would be too much too soon. This would be way too much, way too soon in terms of uh, getting the program back on track. So I, I think they can go over, but like I would pump the brakes on I think this this entire conference for me is like a lot of cold water. I we and we'd just be like, well, did you bet anybody to win the title? Uh, yes, and we haven't talked about them yet, so I get the old wheels turning about that one. And uh, I just it's not the Pac-12 teams for me. They just 
just none of them make sense. Oregon makes the most as a playoff team. Could see them being the fourth team in the playoff and losing in the semifinal. Um, but that's about it for the conference for me uh, in terms of at least what I project or what I expect. I could be wrong, but that's just what I think is going to happen. And so, okay, if I don't see great things for Washington, that doesn't mean they can't win the conference. They definitely can. Uh, doesn't mean they can't make the conference title game, obviously. Doesn't mean they can't go over the win total. But I definitely don't like the high ceiling stuff. In terms of the win total, my concern with Washington, I'll give you two things. So uh, raw schedule projection for them, 9.2, uh, 9.5 is juiced under in the market. Okay, whatever. Uh, schedule flexibility. Can I kind of uh, rearrange some of the spreads here even a little bit to paint a picture where I want to bet one side or the other? Uh, no, not really. It's just uh, they do have a pretty advantageous schedule in terms of how they're rated and their opponents. Um, they don't have a lot of likely losses. Uh, they actually project to not be more than a touchdown dog in any – it depends on what you make them at USC. I'm slightly less than seven, um, but if you're like seven or ten, then this won't be true. Less, they're, they're just not a big dog in literally any game this year, so that's where the, the projection comes from. My concern is markets building in, like, a, again – 10 wins last year against a pretty easy schedule. Okay, cool. Just go do it again. Like, no problem. No sweat. Returning quarterback. This should be easy. And it's like, well, wait a minute, man. Like, a 10-win season even at Washington. Like, this isn't Chris Peterson. Like, it's just hard to do. And so my concern is, like, they're expecting a big year-two bump, which happens with a lot of coaches. And DeBoer might be awesome. That's at least already built in here and maybe a little bit too much. That's, like, kind of my concern. So um, this, could, this would have been as simple as, and these numbers don't exist because I've been looking, if we even had like minus 110 each way on nine and a half, uh, I actually think the under would be a really good idea. Uh, not like a bet that's guaranteed to win or anything, just like I think it is more likely to go under nine and a half than that. Any kind of like juice you have to swallow on nine and a half, 135, 140, 145, that's where it's like, I'm good. Like it's not that much. And, uh, and I can be wrong subjectively with my opinion. So if we start to get more bullishness on Washington in the next two weeks, and this starts to get up to nine and a half, 110 each way or something like that, or, or better, where you find a rogue number like that. Uh, I do like the under on that number, but I, you know, again, I wasn't betting these in like April. So uh, I don't have a position on Washington, would lean under at the current numbers. And again, would just emphasize, again, my opinion, I don't think the Pac-12 presents as having a title candidate at all and would fade all of them to win the national championship or even make the final, probably, depending on how the seeds worked out. Uh, Oregon would be the most likely team to make it. I think they have an okay shot and I don't like the other's chances. Uh, any closing words here on the Pac-12 before we uh, close up shop here and we go to start a new conference coming up tomorrow? Or we'll do Heisman uh, tomorrow, no, just I guess, a, right? Uh, yeah, we'll do. But I, yeah, I think doing the Heisman tomorrow is fun just because Caleb plays Saturday. So it's like, let's talk about it before the, the winner plays uh, from last season. I think that makes it fun. Yeah, just, uh, you know, it, it just seems like a cold water segment. There's a lot of uh, fun expectations with a lot of these teams. And it's kind of like a lot of them feel like sleepers um, or teams with upside. And I would, I would much rather go with like a little more proven commodities to at least make the playoff, uh, win the national title. Like we'll, you know, when we end up having that conversation, which might be next week, uh, it's just going to be like realistically in a football game played that is 60 minutes long. Could you see someone beating Georgia? And that's, uh, it's going to be a tough case to make depending on, on what teams you want to go to war with there. And that is uh, the Pac-12. Lockmas meets eight buckets, lightning round edition. Um, and as Ken said earlier uh, in that answer, talking about the Washington Huskies of the season, Jake, what are we? Absolutely. <laughs> Pac-12 in general. I mean, I Jake, only bet two are, unders, basically. Yeah. Jake, what are we on the Pac-12? <laughs> what a legend! What a legendary sound uh, soundbite. Great job by Jake finding that. All right. 
Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.